0: Thursday, welcome to Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper
1: over at Winners And I'm your co host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we uh, hope to help you head back
0: to the window, cash those winning tickets like we did yesterday, buddy. And uh, shout out here to uh, Nathan Cerna in the house, JC Stone, R Rivera911. What's up to all of you guys? Good to have you. Here with us on a uh, delightful Thursday afternoon. Scott, how's the weather up there in Long Island? I wouldn't know. I've been indoors. You don't have a it's window? Been fine.
1: Can't, can't complain. It's not snowing or anything. So that's a step in the right direction.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, very, very good indeed. So, of course, we want to remind you to, uh, you know, do all the regular stuff, to like, to smash, smash that like button, hit the subscribe, rate, review, all that other good stuff, because if you don't, that's right, Rachelle's going to come to your house and give you a full description of all eight Hanukkah presents he received from Santa. So,
1: Yes, there's a lot of layers to that joke, so just bear with us for that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how'd you do yesterday, bud? How'd your day go? Oh, it was okay. Yeah. I ended up losing my play that I unfortunately had the Warriors minus 13 and a half. They won by 10, despite shooting less than 40% from the floor. So if they even made anywhere near where they're normally shooting, in terms of percentages, they win that game by twenty, but they didn't shoot the ball well enough. They only won by ten.
0: Hey, Lawrence Anthony in the house. Good afternoon, Ian Toomey's here. What's up, buddy? It's the Tomb Dog. Nice, nice. Uh, don't tell my buddy, but you're my favorite Scots. I'm guessing your buddy's name is Scott Sodwick. So yeah, mum is the word. Rolling with
1: the uh, we're rolling with Monmouth today, Scott. We talked about Monmouth, right? I think they're alive to win the game. Uh, Just because of the fact that St. John's has been struggling against inferior competition. Monmouth, pretty good team. I think you'll see a close game throughout. I don't mind that play, Nathan.
0: Playing with their food, man, is what they were doing. Um, We had a decent night last night. We uh, hit our two premium plays as we had uh, Cleveland Cavs to uh, take care of business against shorthanded Bulls. They did just that, and we also had Xavier. That's a good team. Yeah, uh, Xavier Xavier to cover nineteen against Ball State. They did that in the first half, and then uh, stretching out there in the second half. So we might even we might even see that one on the show here a little bit later. Uh, we did lose on on my play of the day as we had uh, the under in the San Francisco and Fresno State game looked great at halftime. We had uh, we had one twenty seven, I think fifty five at halftime. Scott, you had to feel good about that, right?
1: Uh, you did until the second half started. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep, and uh, San Francisco, the Dons forgot how forgot how to play defense. So, uh, very nice. Yeah, Nathan Turner, eight eight no ATS is pretty impressive. I know, I know it is. You know, and it, I'll tell you, don't look now, another team that we despise that's been really good at covering the numbers has been the Denver Pioneers, and uh, they square off tonight. Who are they going against tonight? I can't remember.
1: I'm I don't even recall. Okay. I'll look that up now. It's,
0: they're they're surprised. They're a big dog, but. Uh, yeah, not bad at all. So know get...
1: the college leans that we had was were uh, ended up going well. I know both of us liked West Virginia. Yep, they barely got there. Yep. but they got there, so that matters. Uh, besides that, yeah, we had a pretty good day in college basketball. Just unfortunately for me personally and for you personally, the free plays we gave out, we were on the wrong side of. Yep, yep. But we, uh,
0: if you put all your chips in the middle and bet the farm, it came out okay for you. So, yep. Yeah. That we'll, is of course, we'll talk about that. We'll. We'll talk about our five-game winning streak here in just a minute. But for now, let's find out the other side of the coin. Scott, there was winners last night. But you know for every winner, there has to be a whiner. And let's find out who it was on the Thursday version of Call the Cops. All right, buddy. We'll get it, uh, get it off and rolling here. If you are in the NBA playing the Nuggets Pelicans under 213... In good shape, uh, 105-103 with six seconds left. What could possibly go wrong? How about a how about a long three-pointer to win it and send us all home winners? Uh, no, not so much. Scott Pelicans hit a tip-in to tie the game at 105, and you know you have no shot, <laughs> no shot at winning, and you didn't, as they ended up uh, landing 234 after overtime. So, not only did you lose, you lost with styles. They put up 24 points in the extra frame. At two thirteen was just a distant memory. All you can do, call the cops.
1: By the way, Denver plays New Mexico. That's right. Tonight. That's right, but in the pit. Looking at the worst beat of the entire night, if you had Indiana plus four and a half against my school, Wisconsin, you led by 17 points at halftime. You led by six points with three minutes to go. So you let 11 points get away, but you're still winning. And you have about 10 points to play with with three minutes to go. Wisconsin closed the game. On an 11 to nothing run, Indiana did not score for about the last three minutes of the game, and Indiana went from up 17 at the half to losing by five.
0: Say, wouldn't want to be ya. 11 points. That's more than Wisconsin usually puts up in a half. That's nicely done there by the Badgers. And if you're a fan of this show, you had UMass Lowell Boston U. You're one of those people you like to find value wherever you can. You're not necessarily playing the marquee games. You're looking under the radar. You're looking for those nice opportunities that others may have missed. And that was the case here. If you had UMass Lowell in Boston U over 134 and a half, you're a fucking genius for 38 minutes. A, they had 131 with 213 left. All you gotta do is just finish it out, make some free throws, hit a hit a, hit a layup or two, and Bob's your uncle, you're going home a winner. Nope. No layups, nothing. They missed. They made. a, they made a three pointer. They missed. Th- they had made a three pointer. Congratulations. Missed everything else, including four free throws. That game lands one thirty-four. Yikes! Three points. Last two thirteen. You, my friends, go home a whiner. It is time to call the cops.
1: The four three. Th- uh, the four free throws missed, of course, are brutal. But it wasn't even a blowout game where it was garbage time. Right. The game was decided by ten points. Yeah. So you can make an argument that team would have been potentially fouling down the stretch for no reason. We've seen teams foul down double digits with even 10 seconds left in oh. college basketball. Oh. So yeah, we have. you had some shots there, just didn't get it. Absolutely. Well, the opposite of that, these
0: are the people that were right where you want to be. These are the games that were never in doubt. If you had one of these tickets, you cashed it early and often because you were sitting in the rocket
1: chair. So the first one was in the NBA. If you had the Mavericks and the Grizzlies under 219 and a half, each quarter had less than 52 points, and the game landed 200. Yikes. Yikes. Ugly game. Ugly game. But nice to be on the right side of it.
0: And, of course, if you had the... Uh, where am I at here? If you had the Avalanche and the Rangers over six and a half. Three goals in the first period. You're off to a nice start. Hey, can I interest you in five goals in the second period? You can cash that ticket. It's time to go home. Don't even have to watch the third period. That game ended up 7-3. If you had over six and a half, yes, sir. It ends up at 10. Congratulations, Avalanche Rangers, backers. You were sitting in the rocking chair. And going
1: to college basketball, one of our favorite teams. Favorite fades. A point spread for favorite points. fades. Can I interest you in Nebraska Omaha plus 19 and a half against Drake. They led outright by 10 at the half and Drake did not want to end up on the mad and disappointed segment so they came back and won the game but Nebraska Omaha only lost by 8.
0: You know, this has been a world gone mad Scott because you went from you went with Drake who started the last season 12, 12 and 0 including 10 and 0 against the spread. Nebraska Omaha who hadn't covered a number since I think 1977 and they've actually been good against the spread this year. They're not a good team, but they've been uh, they've been decent against the spread right up there with Denver and Drake has been atrocious against the number. They have been overvalued in almost every game. So keep an eye on that. Last As year they should uh, they should be. Last year's back is this year's fade, my brother. So
1: I mean when you go on that just solid of a streak and you become that well-known in the gambling markets for an entire season. We all know that eventually the odds maker going to catch up and people are still going to chase, hoping that last year's success would carry over. So am I surprised that Drake's been overvalued this season? No, because a lot of people are trying to rekindle what they had last
0: year. Yep, trying to recapture that magic. I got sucked in one time and, uh, and then that was it and no more. Uh, got some got some uh, new folks joining us here. Not new folks, but I mean new today. Brad Crawford in the house. I was so pissed at the Warriors for not covering last night versus the pathetic Blazers. What a joke! They played half ass, just good enough to win. Didn't care about covering. Yep,
1: they did. They tried for basically a quarter and a half. Yep, and they killed they killed Portland in the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth. And then the first half though they were up two. It was just a complete no show offensively from Golden State. Yep, when you shoot thirty nine percent and you still win by 10, that tells you all I need to know. They should have won that game by 25.
0: Absolutely true. Browns backers in the house. The Underman is here, of course. Der Underman, Jim Johnson. Central Michigan covered. Yeah, about How about those Chippewas, buddy? Uh, Mountaineers took care of business. Yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a fight. Uh, Eula Foster, 14 and a half, hasn't covered for the last two
1: months. Who is that? I don't know, what I miss. I, I don't know if that's true. The Warriors just covered 16 oh. against ma- against the Magic like three days ago. So the Warriors just covered a number this big. You were right
0: about right. You were about about uh, Houston, Rochelle.
1: Uh, thank you. As a Nets fan, with Durant out, say no, say less. I'll take Houston.
0: Yep, that's good. Uh, listen, no team has covered fourteen and a half in two months.
1: Just saying, the Warriors just covered sixteen against Orlando. But besides that, I can't think of another example. Exactly, exactly fourteen and a half. Zach Vaughn. If you're... I, I can't think of the last time I've seen exactly 14 and a half. You over makes you feel any better. I got 13 and a half, so they didn't cover that either.
0: Uh, Zach, Zach Vaughn had, had was looking for that team to fill out his 14 parlay. He says, you know what? I'm going to fade the big guy, and he did. You thought you were fucked at halftime, didn't you, Zach? They put up 55. You're like, oh, my God, what have I done, Steen? You know, he's always right. No, he's not uh i give like just like i say i give winners every day just gotta know which side to be on Mm -hmm. so congratulations zach hitting the four-teamer i'd rather uh i'd rather you you backed me and hit it but you know what you do what you got to do well done indeed all right so scott there was a a lot of action yesterday and a lot of guys a lot of teams could have qualified for this but let's uh let's check it out shall we as we uh as we unveil who's wearing the golden feed bag today and the donkey of the day. All right, buddy. Um, you know, this is big news for us in Kansas City because we built an arena about 15 years ago under the promise that if you build it, they will come. Well, that works great for uh, Field the Dreams. It doesn't work great for building an arena because we built an arena downtown. The beautiful T-Mobile, formerly the Sprint Center, and uh, we've probably seen a total of uh, one hockey game preseason every year and one basketball game preseason. And that's it. No teams. So the Arizona Coyotes. Mm, could to be the Kansas City Coyotes? Because they owe $1.3 million in taxes. They're now in danger of being evicted from their home arena. The team representative, Scott, they don't have enough money to pay uh, good accountants, apparently, because they claim it was human error. And apparently the check's in the mail. They're going to run it. They're going to drop it off here at the close of business. I don't know whatever excuse they're given. Uh, is this a real problem for the Coyotes?
1: Can't you pay digitally nowadays? <laughs> right. I was Isn't think, there like a portal you could use to pay? You think they... Taxes? What do you think? Like the, the Coyotes have an
0: intern that they send with a check like once every quarter to pay their taxes? I don't know how fuck that I works. get
1: it if you're off by a couple thousand. If you're off by $1.3 million... I don't even know how you manage to mess up taxes that badly if it was human error. No. It might just be because nobody goes to their games because they're terrible, so that could be a reason why ticket sales have been a bit underwhelming. But a professional team being potentially evicted from its home arena definitely deserves donkey of the day. I don't think I've ever heard that before. No.
0: Do you, you think you're going to drive by there and you're going to see, like, all the shit on the curb, like, all the, like, the the nets and all the pads and sticks? <laughs> they're just going just... to
1: see pe- the, the hammered, like, piece of like wood to the front door like do not enter yeah
0: they'll have signs yeah. up this, this is under under eviction
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh not It's good. really easy
1: to pay off the taxes just bet against the coyotes in every game you've probably made a fortune <laughs> hey
0: um if if we weren't disappointed enough in that there was even an even better one. i thought about this play and uh yeah glad i got like glad i got rid of it it's uh i'm not i'm not mad i'm definitely not mad but this team, I am disappointed.
1: All right, go ahead. So, for this one, we're going to be looking at college basketball. And Jacks. we have the Jack Jacks. of South Dakota State taking on the Vandals. Love the Jacks. Sorry. And, of course, with South Dakota State, you know the over is usually a safe bet, and the game did go over. You're However, up. Idaho. We know it's a terrible basketball team, usually. South Dakota State, pretty good. And they were laying 22 points yesterday at Idaho. They lost outright by 14. Jesus, So a 36-point incorrect line there by the odds makers. But losing outright to Idaho as 22-point favorites, not exactly an ideal situation.
0: No, and I you know I backed I backed the jacks earlier in the season. I, I I hit them once and backed them again, and they and they turned up, and yeah they they did not. they're they're almost dead to me now after yesterday's performance, especially. So if that wasn't bad enough, if you didn't think the odds makers were drunk there by missing it by thirty six, I've got another one I can interest you in. Let's find out why those guys were hammering the bottle yesterday. <laughs> So, again, this has to be a pretty high bar because if it wasn't the South Dakota State game. kind of interest you in the total in the Magic's King game is set at 222.5 each quarter. Each quarter had at least 59 points. If you do the math real fast, you find out that comes out to 236. Well, that's a lot higher than 222. Two but, quarters at 70-plus points. But by that the was the minimum they put up because this game ended up landing 272. Congratulations. You done missed the total by 50 fucking points. Way to go, Oddsmakers. You had the Magic Kings over there. Congratulations. You didn't have to do, uh, what were you, sitting in the rocking chair from about the first two minutes?
1: Uh, give or take. I think the first half had 120, 130-something points. Didn't really matter. But uh, Browns backer, yes, Florida did cover barely. They won by 30.
0: Yeah, very good. Hey, don't forget to listen to uh, the King, the Chris, Chris King doing just parlays every day, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Right here on the Winners and Winners Sports Betting Network, WWBSN, to you and me, Scott. Uh, he's 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 good. He's good. The kid, the kid puts some
1: parlays together, doesn't he? Uh, yes, he does. Very. I don't nice. know if I can call him a kid because he's older than me. That's right. Sure.
0: That's right. Any anybody younger than me is a kid. So, yeah, very good. Uh, and good and a good dude. Very very sincere. Very good dude. Not a not a smart ass full of uh smart assery like us. It's that's uh, our job. It's a much more straightforward show so uh and he puts out good information so definitely check him out as well uh, uh stm network loves him some parlays that's right he's back on the horse again tonight a and parlay.
1: Was, i thought you were retired
0: he's got some no no he's just take a day you're off.
1: tired for one day
0: he didn't have what? any he didn't have any plays he didn't have any plays by the way this is this is a kid uh,
1: i'm just saying he, he said he retired
0: this is a kid that shoots a one uh 230 240 last night has a shot at six at a shot at 700 shoots a buck 40 his last game just saying. Okay. Just saying. Not ideal. Isn't Chris King... I believe
1: you were the... I believe... I forgot. Did, does he have a 300 yet, or he's still on the... He's not.
0: No, he, shot, he had 290. He, he started with a spare and threw 11. Okay, straight, 290. Threw 11 in a row. Isn't Chris King older than the other Scott? Oh, yeah, by a lot. I think he's probably in his 40s. Uh, no no gamblers ever. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm 24, so the odds of anybody being older than me, probably in this industry, probably close to minus 350.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Ian Toomey says... UFC 269 absolutely fucking stacks, Scott. How stoked are we?
1: Uh, it's a hell of a card. Looking forward to it. Of course, you got title fight with Poirier. You got Nunez coming back to fight against Pena. She's favored by about $9 million, as she should be, because she's the best female fighter of all time. A lot of good fights. I'll make a video on it.
0: J.R. Black backs me up. He says they do give out good parlays. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, uh, yeah, there's no question. No question about it. Uh, Scott S is aging like fine wine. Uh, the Curse of the Steen Jeans, very good. Took uh, first half Purdue Boilermakers uh, minus seven and a half tonight. You like that?
1: That Rutgers team is not very good.
0: No, no, they're uh, they are they are not. Uh, Nathan's thirty four. Congratulations. Uh, you may not want to hear it, but Rychelle, curious about update on your fantasy team.
1: Oh boy. Oh fuck. All right. Brandon, glad you brought it up. Uh, so I'm, I'm,
0: I'm laying in a.
1: I am in a situation where I am in a win or go home week 14, which oh, is the worst just, place you want to be just go for home. fantasy football. But I had a guy in my division who was, who was projected to lose by like 15 last week. He won. So now I only have one shot to make the playoff. It's me versus the other guy for the final playoff spot. So we'll see what happens. Fucking Brandon Tracy is dead to me. Dead
0: to me, Brendan. <laughs> Got any t- any chance to let Rachel talk? So worst case scenario, we're going to have to hear this for two more weeks.
1: No, it's just the last week. Either I win and I'm in the playoffs, and then you have a, until I get eliminated or I lose immediately. Oh, this isn't the playoffs. This over. is
0: just a, this is just do or die to get into the playoffs. No,
1: this is to get in.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: In true, you know, Cowboys fan fashion, of course, I have a win or go home game, so I'm probably going to lose by 50. Isn't that usually par for the course?
0: Yeah, that's about right. Uh Big Ben Kirk Cousins over 250 passing yards boosted to plus 200 on uh my bookie. Couldn't even imagine a worse boost for worse value. <laughs> God.
1: I mean that's just a painful experience. Win or lose, you got to watch Big Ben throw the ball. How many
0: how many games does he have that could do that?
1: I was going to say 200 uh 250. F- All right, so you're looking at about 50 pass 50 completed passes of 5 yards.
0: And I know you country. may have already done the research on this. How many, how many passes do you think Big Ben is averaging per game this season?
1: Uh, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot more than it should be. Yeah. i got to assume he's in the, I'd say, 33 range. It's Dude, maybe? it's
0: higher. It's upper 30s. It's like 38, 38 and a half. He averaged, he averaged 42 and really? a half in the first four weeks. He, That's why they were losing. Through 170 passes in the first four weeks, they went one and three. So if you want to... If you want to look at the the biggest indicator of whether the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win or lose, look at the number of passes Big Ben has. That's all I'm saying. Maybe that's combined passing yards.
1: <laughs> that, that, that still might take you about a half and change. That's
0: very funny, Uh How about that? How about my ABS Cavs Mavs parlay? Yeah. It's silky man. We made fun of it cuz they all rhymed, but you know what? They all cached. Well, I I done. said you
1: can't fade the Seuss parlay. I'm calling that the Seuss parlay no. from now on. If it rhymes, it's Dr. it's Dr. Seuss parlay. It's way. like the
0: old bumper sticker on the car. Avs, calves, or Mavs, nobody rides for free. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I have somebody Do you know what bumper sticker I'm talking about, Scott? It says "Ass gas or grass, nobody rides for free.
1: I mean And I'm just imagining the Seinfeld ass man like bumper. No, there used to be
0: a a bumper sticker when I was when I was a teenager, early 20s. It said ass, gas or grass. Nobody rides for free. Okay, there is somebody in my apartment. There's somebody there's somebody in my apartment complex that has one of those on their car right now. It's the first one I've seen in like 20 years. I I was I was absolutely that's the kind of
1: person you want to party with.
0: Well, as long as I have uh, as long as I've got cash or gas or grass, I'm not I'm not giving up the booty. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying that. I'm walking, buddy. Um, Vikings' pathetic defense will make Big Ben look like Joe Montana tonight. Bet the over 42 and
1: a half. I bought the one and a half points down. Mm. The truth is, for Thursday Night Football, I blindly lean under, but there was a reason why I gave a play on the game and did not take a total. It's because of that awful Minnesota defense. So that did scare me off from taking the blind underplay on Thursday Night Football, which has done very well, by the way, for the last couple of weeks. But Minnesota's defense is an absolute mess. And if you give up three, roughly 300 passing yards and multiple passing touchdowns to Jared Goff, you might want to fire everybody on the coaching staff. Not
0: ideal. Uh, Brownsbacker says that bumper sticker mostly found on Harley-Davidson's. You also see him, you used to see him a lot of Novas. A lot of Novas, both uh, souped up and non-souped up. Took the ducks ducks money line. I mean, what's
1: the point of getting a Nova? What's the point of getting a Nova if it's not souped up? Yeah, well,
0: that's well. They used to have. I know. See, you're young, but man, they used to Nova used to be the ubiquitous car. Everybody had one with the three on the tree and shit. And they had uh, a lot of them were unless they were souped up, they were really underpowered pieces of shit. So, hey, you know what? We got kind of a short. We got kind of a short card tonight, but there's a few. uh, There's a few nuggets out there. You want to start with this uh, because we always run out of time. So you want to start with this NFL game? We've kind of we've kind of. Danced around a little bit and talked about it. Um, it's a it's a big game for both these teams. You know they're obviously both fighting for uh, playoffs. Playoffs. Um, first of all, which team do you whose team do you, which what's chan which team do you like their chances better of making the playoffs, Scott Steelers or Vikings?
1: It's a tough call because Minnesota is somehow technically in the playoffs, so the NFC is a joke. But I got to go with the Steelers. Do I think both? Do I think either team's going to make the playoffs? Actually, no, I don't. I think they're both going to miss. But I do think that Minnesota is in danger of serious free fall. Pittsburgh's win against Baltimore is just huge. I mean, there's no other way to put it. If right. they lost that game, over. they were probably dead to rights. Yep. And they ended up coming from behind. I think that carries over into this game. For playoff picture, of course, whichever team wins tonight has significantly better chance than the team that loses tonight. But I'm going Pittsburgh, which is why I think that they're going to win the game. It's because Minnesota is using a coach who probably shouldn't be there. And Pittsburgh is a team that's entering this game off a pretty decent high note. Give me Pittsburgh here. Minnesota, I don't know how they haven't quit on Zimmer at this point. I think they have. Don't you? Uh,
0: it certainly looks that way. And I think I think we, we're going to get a big uh, idea of how true that is tonight. Cameron Brown, here's somebody that likes to gamble. Here's somebody that got a little gamble in them. Jokic first bucket parlayed with Embiid first bucket tonight.
1: I mean, I don't like laying the huge chalk with first bucket, but they should get a shot attempt early on to the game. Yeah, I would, I would think, I would think.
0: Uh, Osborne over forty-one and a half receiving yards tonight. Um,
1: Osborne forty-one and a half here from Preston. I don't mind it with Thielen being out. I do think that you are looking at a spot for Osborne to get a decent amount of targets. He looked pretty good last week. I don't mind that. The issue you have is do I think Minnesota is going to be able to actually move the ball with Kirk Cousins against this Pittsburgh defense that is somewhat healthy once again, but I do think that Jefferson will take a lot of focus from the defense. Osborne should have some one-on-one coverage.
0: Dalvin cook is going to be playing in this one. So he's going to get a, uh, uh, obviously, a ton of carries there. I think this is a Minnesota. Team. I don't think
1: he's getting a ton of carries. I, you don't th- you don't think so? It's a shoulder injury, dude. He's fine. You, you think? I think that he'll play. I think he'll be splitting with Madison. I don't think he's going to get the bulk. But truth is, the thing about twenty twenty one NFL football, running backs don't really matter unless you're McCaffrey or you're Derrick Henry. So, do I think it really matters with Cook being? in or out no because I think Madison's actually very good yeah
0: I would agree do
1: you think it matters um I don't Oh, the
0: between the backs I think Dalvin Cook's a bit Madison's gone for 100 yards in every game he's played I think he's he didn't go for 100 last time went for 90.
1: I'm (laughs) saying with the receiving yards as well he's gone over 100 for all purpose so even when Cook's been out Madison's done a good job filling in for the starting lineup it kind of reminds me of a similar situation with Dallas like if if Zeke doesn't play do you really care? No, it's because Pollard's very good. Well, I think you can I make... think Madison's very good.
0: I don't think that's a.
1: Uh... It's not a. It's not a completely fair comparison yeah. because I know that Elliott is worse than Cook by a decent amount right now. But the point is, the backup running back still very good.
0: Uh, Cook that's is my argument. Cook is probable, by the way. Brand, Brandon Kubas wants to know if he's been confirmed. Uh, he has been upgraded to probable. That's almost always a very good sign. Uh, he went yeah, from but went, Phelan's
1: out yes. and Derosaw's out on the offensive Correct. line. Minnesota's still missing some key pieces.
0: Yes, they are. No, no question about that. Um, yeah, I'm with you. This do you is, have any thoughts on the side? On the, on the on the side, I've got to. I don't know. You know, you and I talked about about the show of whether the the cousins in prime time, whether that's a thing or whether it has to do with the competition that he's usually playing, usually playing against better teams in prime time. So, having said
1: that. To me, Jesus. I think they quit on Zimmer. I don't. People, I get that they lost to Detroit, and people expect an Rah moment where they're going to bounce back. Why do I think they're going to bounce back? This team isn't any good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, this the, the thing I I'm going to give Pittsburgh a lead on their defense. They, uh, even though they they haven't been great against the run, they can still get after the passer. These two teams are one two in the National Football League in, in sacks. I think. I think this could be a lower-scoring game than a lot of people anticipate because a lot of those sacks come on second and third down and break up those drives. Uh, Brandon Crawford wants to know if we, or Brad Crawford rather, wants to know if we can handicap the Iowa Iowa State game tonight. Uh, We will, but you're going to have to wait a minute because it's going to be very close to the end. (laughs) I'll just say that. Yeah,
1: very, very close to the end.
0: Um, how many rushing attempts will Najee Harris get? I'll, I put I'm out,
1: assuming I, he'll go in the 20s.
0: I put out a play of the day on this, and I put uh, over 19. So I, I, st- I still like that play quite a bit. I think, I think they try to run the ball down uh, Minnesota's throats. Uh, Vikings have quit. Pretty obvious. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I don't know how you don't quit if you lose to the Lions.
0: Well, again, uh, we've, seen this, we've seen this movie before where it looks like they're down and out, and then somehow Zimmer rallies them and gets them into the playoffs and somehow manages to keep his job. One of those years is not going to work. This this could certainly be the year because anytime you lose to the I don't Lions... know what
1: the team does well.
0: Well, this is Cousins
1: a... has had a very good year statistically, but now you're missing Thielen and you know when push comes to shove, you don't really trust the decision making late in the fourth quarter.
0: No, no, you don't. That's that's it's it, it all comes down to whether you can actually win with Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk Cousins is having a, a, a damn fine season, Scott. I think he's got 26 pass down, yeah. touchdown passes, three
1: interceptions. and yet... Well, that's why I mentioned the primetime stuff. It's because I know Big Ben isn't very good, but the argument is if you want to lay three and a half with Minnesota, you kind of have to trust Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And what he's shown in primetime, whether it's the actual game being too big for the environment or the fact that in primetime games, you're usually against good competition, Cousins comes up short. I don't want to lay three and a half with them.
0: No, no. Any any home field advantage tonight? Um, uh, was it Nathan? Ones? Uh, Browns yeah, home Browns field Lager. advantage
1: matters for Minnesota, but I feel like it's a spot where it's really a prime per- spot for Minnesota to just no-show, in my opinion. It seems like people are expecting Minnesota to immediately bounce back because they need to. It's a must-win game, whatever. It's a must-win game for Pittsburgh, too. So I don't exactly buy that narrative, but, you know, Minnesota could win the game because both of us don't exactly like the Steelers, but I do think last week is the type of game against Baltimore that might carry over because that's a game that might have defined their season and they actually passed the test.
0: Crash Landon is an optimistic gambler like I am. He said, I bet I picked the Steelers tonight, so Vikings will win Hashtag that's my-, my whole month.
1: Hey, the Vikings could win. I just need them to win by less than four.
0: Uh, You guys are scaring me with all the Minnesota hate. My four-banger, no bueno. Um, I probably hate Minnesota less than Scott does at this point. He's ready to write them off because of that performance against Detroit. What everybody seems to forget is, what, two or three weeks ago, Pittsburgh shit they've had against Detroit, too. Should have lost the game, ended up tying it. But if, if Detroit hits a mid-ranger uh, there, they go home uh, defeated as well. So I don't know that... And I don't think anybody would. Would you say Pittsburgh's quit on Tomlin? No. No. See, and that's just the thing. It's
1: just. It's... They beat Baltimore last week, so it's recency bias. Right. That's but... that's the
0: thing. Minnesota needs a cha- needs needs to win out for a chance at the wild card. Uh, probably. true. I don't know
1: about win out. They need the, to win the a rest bunch. of the NFC for that final seven spots. Actually, pretty weak. I think if they just end up with eight wins, that might be good enough. But I don't know if they're gonna get there.
0: Minnesota over under two and a half touchdowns, buddy.
1: Truth is, it's kind of similar to the team total. I'd rather just take the team total under twenty three and a half.
0: Take a small lean to the to the over there. Very small lean. Probably, I probably like the under more than most people do in this
1: game. I got to tell you, Uh, I I like the under, but I wasn't going to play it with Minnesota's defense.
0: Somebody talking about the Texas Seton Hall game. The Hall at home laying one two. The uh, Longhorns, um, Seton Hall, good offensive team. Texas, good defensive team, Scott. Seton Hall's a one-point favorite. A little bit of a trap there tonight. Is Texas uh better team?
1: I'm taking Seton Hall just because of the fact that the line opened up, Texas minus two, minus two and a half, and now Seton Hall's minus one. So if you're going to flip favorites on me with a top-ten team playing and the line's going against the top-ten team, I got to take Seton Hall. That's just based on principle.
0: Yeah, this is a Texas team that has played absolutely nobody except for, with the exception of Gonzaga, which they ended up losing by twelve, not covering the. And number. I, I don't know how
1: good Gonzaga is. So. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's that. There's certainly a question about that. Uh, Pittsburgh under forty four says Roland Mims uh, again. I'm kind of a uh, Big Ben interception. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure he takes enough deep shots to get interceptions. That's the problem with Big Ben is he's not really throwing much over 10 or 15 yards. So
1: It's a lot of dump-offs, but Minnesota's secondary has also been underwhelming. So you can make an argument that even if Big Ben throws the ball so much, he's not going to throw it that far. And Minnesota's defensive backs have really not been that opportunistic.
0: No, no. Uh, if you want to win the Super Bowl, you need a defense like Kansas City. That's right, buddy. Uh, at least the defense that showed up the last seven weeks, man. They've been, they've been fantastic. They've been the best defense in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, the offense
1: is broken, but the defense is good. It's not broken.
0: I, I, just, saw, I just saw a montage today. Uh, Mahomes has, I think, 11 interceptions. Seven, up, seven of them went through the receiver's hands.
1: I found out a solution, by the way, of how to fix Kansas City's offense. All you have to do is increase the amount of plays that are scripted, and then maybe they'll score two touchdowns.
0: I'll tell you what. That is an that is absolute lock. The Kansas City Chiefs, first quarter, first half. Those, uh, if you have, if you can get drive props, Kansas City Chiefs score a touchdown at first drive.
1: The scripted plays are a thing of beauty. Yeah, for Andy
0: Reed. yeah. I, it's it's a, it, that those ten or twelve plays that he has on his on his piece of paper on his on his uh, Denny's menu. It's a beautiful thing. After that, it's 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 a it's a crapshoot. Uh, Seton Hall, Texas, under one thirty-three and a half. This Texas defense, man, they're, they're for real. Like, again, they haven't played anybody. They give up 86 to Gonzaga, but they have not given up more than 60 to anybody else. In fact, 58 is the most they've given up. They gave up to uh, well, Rio Grande Valley is a, in a 30-point win there. Uh, Rio Grande. What'd I
1: say? What? Rio Grande. Oh, Rio up. Grande. Shut up. Are I don't you, think I'll ever get over Macho Grande. Over Macho Grande?
0: How he came apart? No, Howie was a rock. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you guys know what we're talking about, God bless you. You're, that was on yesterday. You I can was watching it. that. You can hang for out. A bit. You can hang out with me anytime.
1: No, I'm Roger Murdoch.
0: <laughs> I um, probably lean under. I don't. I don't. I don't love. I don't love this game. I think we've got two teams that we're going to find out a lot about in this one. Uh, I would definitely. I would definitely lean under with that Texas defense and the, and the fact that they're probably going to go pretty slow. Uh, ready? For, I'm
1: really torn on this one because. Seton Hall likes to go fast, and they score pretty well, Uh, but the issue is with Beard as the coach for Texas, do you really want to take an over? Because, you know, offensively, they're not going to be very good, and defensively, they're going to be great, and that's been his entire resume up to this point. I'm staying away from the total. I think Seton Hall is going to win the game, so I do think that it might maybe be a little bit more up-tempo than people think. But that line does seem pretty sharp to me. I'm gonna go ahead and take the. Uh, I'll lean over, but I'm not touching that total at all. Nope. J.C.
0: Stone says bring back Rick Barnes.
1: Okay, oh, they're six and one. My God, I actually I I like uh, Beard as a coach. I mean, it. You know how hard it is to take Texas Tech to a championship game? Yeah, it's almost impossible.
0: Uh, Cameron Brown take uh, Maxi over three and a half assist.
1: Feels like a steal. A steal, Scott. Uh Maxie should play a decent amount of minutes. I know he just came back from injury. This is a back-to-back. I am curious if they're going to limit him based on minutes. But Maxi's on the court for what should be 28 minutes, 30-something minutes. I, I don't mind that at all. Big Ben has only thrown interceptions in four games this year. Kind of surprised. Me too. Yeah, and Cousins has only thrown three interceptions the entire year, which means both of them will probably throw three in this game. Uh,
0: very good. Yeah. Uh, Bronco Devil's been binging Ted Lasso likes it. I watched the. I got sucked in. I watched the first two and then I made a commitment to myself that I was going to watch every other comedy that was nominated for an Emmy before I watched Ted Lasso because I have every other streaming service except Apple and I just, even though it's like whatever it is, five bucks a month, I just couldn't fucking justify having another streaming service but I'm going to have to do I,
1: it. I, I watched the whole thing up to this point. It's a very good show. It I'm is. a fan of it. I, I love the first two. I have one issue with one of the characters but I'm not going to mention it because it would kind of spoil some piece of season two but i wasn't exactly a fan of the character arc for one of the supporting characters fair enough that way i could eat me some nachos grande (laughs) nice nice (laughs) absolutely purdue first half minus six and a half yeah by the way you know i took spanish for five years i believe that means big nachos big nachos scott purdue rutgers tonight rutgers catching 13 and a half at home
0: purdue their first true road game does that matter to you
1: it usually does in Big Ten play because you usually see a team struggle against a conference rival on the road, but Rutgers really just can't score. I get that this team made the tournament last year. They probably should have beaten Houston and upset and maybe made the Sweet 16 before falling apart, but they lost a lot of their best players from last year. Of course, Johnson transferred. They lost, for example, they lost some other guys. Uh, Mathis is now for uh, playing for St. John's, another example, but this team just can't score. There's really no way around it, so I'm looking at the under. Because even though Purdue can score a lot of points, I do think on the inside they will give up nothing easy, and Rutgers are going to slow the pace. So I'm looking at the under. Uh,
0: I don't. I don't hate that. I. I just think this this Purdue team. I don't know. How, I don't know how you stop them, Scott. And I think Rutgers is going to be without Geo. Uh, Baker, I'm Geo Baker again tonight.
1: I'm, I'm taking a stance, just fading Rutgers' offense entirely. But Purdue can easily score 80 in every game, so it's tricky. I'll lean under, but. I have a hard time taking Rutgers because that team just cannot score against anybody.
0: Fair enough. Zodwick says, let's give a shout out to the state of Ohio for passing sports gambling law this week. Yes. Within the next year, it'll be legal for Buckeyes. That's, that's fantastic news. Your, your state has finally got their shit together. Um, one of the biggest prizes outside of Florida. Congratulations. I live in the fucking third notch of the Bible belt here. So, you know, we got our we got our weed. I guess we have to be happy with that because we're not going to fucking see sports betting for a while. It's just ridiculous. Just
1: I'm probably getting it in a month. So absolutely absolutely ridiculous.
0: Fun. Tease Purdue to 20. Uh, I don't hate that. I honestly, I don't. What's the line that. in that game? 13 and a half, I think. Uh, 14 Yeah, and a half? so it's not actually a half.
1: tease. It's a please. If you increase the spread, it's a pleaser. Whatever. You're true. That's
0: right. So throwing that out there. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh Lawrence Anthony's in Ohio is eighty seven four. Who's gonna stop him? You know, Shell. if he stands on my
1: fucking shoulders. That's about it. I was gonna say stamina. Him going up and down the court, you hope will tire him out, I guess. Yeah, these guys don't. Him and Williams. Just an absolute mountain of human beings.
0: Williams only plays about twenty minutes a game, though. He just he doesn't have he doesn't that's ridiculous. He doesn't have the strength built back up yet. But uh between him he doesn't and... have the
1: strength, but he reminds me a lot of Zach Randolph. Oh, the Zach Randolph man? I love those guys. Not quite.
0: Oh, that's the Robert Ryan. Never mind.
1: Yeah. Zach Randolph, former uh, Memphis Grizzly power forward.
0: Imagine Kansas gets it before Missouri. I would lose my mind. Yeah, no shit. Because yeah, we, we're we often, Kansas and Missouri are like in an alligator death roll to who could be the most backwards fucking state. And Kansas usually wins. So, uh, yeah. I'm in Florida. God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no shit, J.R. Black. Florida moving backwards. in Where they had it. And you knew it but if you read that legal case, if you if you read anything about it, you knew they weren't gonna be able to fucking keep yeah
1: it. the tribes weren't exactly thrilled with how the negotiating was going.
0: The Seminole tribe was thrilled with it, but everybody else uh not happy. The Seminoles were the other ones, eh? Yeah uh, also like Fordham tonight against the spread. We talked about that one, Scott. You want to speak you want to speak to uh to Fordham?
1: Uh Fordham's a team that I actually watched play against St. John's the other day. Not bad offensively. They are not a bad offensive team. LIU, the Sharks, whatever they're called nowadays, not very good. I don't mind Fordham minus eight. Can't score.
0: Can't score. Averaging less than 60 points a game are the Sharks. They're decent against the number inexplicably. But, you know, this this Fordham team, Um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with them. I, I think if, I, if I'm playing, I'm laying there. I'm not, in spite of the fact Long Island's covered four straight, I just I can't get behind this guy. Well, who have they played, though? Well, they played Towson. Okay, Towson did keep it close with Ohio State, right? So fair enough. Uh, They played UConn. They did not keep it close. Yeah. lose <laughs> moved by 50. Um, we're not
1: comparing Fordham to UConn, but I do think Fordham should find a lot more offensive success, comparatively speaking. Fair enough. Um, All right, buddy. Well, it is time, man. Time has
0: flown here. We try to bring it in in about 40, 45 minutes, by the way. So, somebody mentioned bowl games, ready for bowl season. Yes, I am indeed ready for bowl season. Scott and I are going to do something different because I've – in the past, I've done a, a video on every bowl game. And this year, we're going to do it together. So I don't know if we're going to do it. We're probably not going to do it live because that'll be a... We're gonna, it's going to be like five minutes. We're each going to make our case for like two and a half minutes. And then we're going to grip it and rip it. And that'll be done. So be before we'll be posting the shit out of those. So as you sort through the videos and you, and you go past all the horse racing shit, um, you will find our bowl plays in there somewhere. So we'll, we'll keep you guys apprised on when... We, uh, when we put those up, Scott, you a horse racing fan?
1: Uh, I dabble, but I have not really bet on horses for a while.
0: Brown's backer says, Hit that thumbs up, everybody. Pound that motherfucker. Oh, Jesus. That was, yeah, that was, pound self. the
1: thumbs up, dog.
0: That was, that pound was, it. that was self inflicted. Good God. You've been so good, too. All right, bud, let's get to it. It is time. Once again, you and I have put our heads together as the, as this winning streak goes on. The pressure mounts, and we spend more time on it each and every day. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So far, it's been all right. Here it come, kids. Grab your straw hats. Climb aboard your John Deere. And get ready to bet the farm. All right, Scott, and away we go. We've got another one cooked up for tonight. First of all... Let's review.
1: How did we do yesterday, sir? We had the over in the Sixers and Hornets game, and it somehow went over. Never a doubt.
0: <music> Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Almost. You're getting closer, buddy. You're getting I'm closer. Getting better. So I talked about this on my video last night. I sent you the banana in the tailpipe. Uh, meme with about 45 seconds left. I thought we were screwed. And about two minutes later, I have to send you The Undertaker rising from the dead as it turned into a free throw contest. And uh, Embiid hitting the three-pointer certainly didn't hurt us. That was a nice, uh, nice step back there. But what have you done for me lately? That's the way this works. And somebody asked about this game. And here it is, Scott. It is going to be the Iowa Hawkeyes against... The Iowa State Cyclones bet the farm. We're going to take Iowa State plus five and a half. That's available at various books around the country. Billy Hill, Caesars. We've gone. We've gone with Caesars because there's no juice there. Now, the uh, couple reasons for this: Iowa State has uh, started the season very well. They are undefeated this year. Wins against uh, wins and covers as a dog against Xavier and Memphis on neutral courts, and at Creighton. Now Creighton. Maybe not as good as they were in years past, but still a solid team with some nice wins. Iowa State went up there and did their thing. In this series, the underdog has been the ruler of the day. The uh, uh, underdog is 6-1-1 one and one against the spread in their last eight meetings. And uh, the Hawkeyes, they, uh, they're not quite up to snuff this year, it wouldn't appear. They started with a weak-ass schedule. And uh, now they've played three real teams in a row, and they have lost to Purdue, yeah. Illinois. They beat Virginia by one, a Virginia team. Well, two that...
1: and a, two and a half real teams. I don't know what to call Virginia at this point.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. They're usually a nationally ranked team, and they're going to be competing for the you know the uh, the lead there in the ACC. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I, I like this Iowa State team. I like the way they're playing right now. Home court. Home court advantage. Give me, are you kidding me? In an in state battle, you're going to give me a undefeated dog that is uh, catching five and a half points? Got to do it. Got to do it. Could be a banana in the tailpipe, Scott. Could be a trap line, but I'm going to take the undefeated Iowa State Cyclones plus five and a half, and that is going to be our bet to farm play as you and I go for half a dozen.
1: The only reason I could think that this line has gone to five and a half is because Iowa's kind of owned this series in the past, where they have won each of the last three. They've done well, but if you're gonna, just going to give me five and a half with a team that I think is pretty close to a pick'em in terms of actual talent, I got to take the five and a half.
0: Yep, completely, completely agree. Completely agree. All right, guys, thanks for checking us out today. Thanks for joining us for making this part of your Thursday afternoon. Dog, thanks for stopping dogs by. Dogs are barking. Go cycle. The, the dogs are barking. Go Cyclones. Don't miss Just Parlays every day, 1.30 p.m. right before you transition into our show. From me, from Scott Reichel, from my angry Corgi Milton, we appreciate you guys stopping by. Have a great day. Good luck on all of your plays. And we'll see you tomorrow as we once again try to head back to the window. Take care, everybody.